0: Oh, this was a hard one. I have taken quite a bit of time today really pondering and thinking about this one and listening to the conference talk over and over and over again. And I try to have these done first thing in the morning and it just wasn't going to happen. And the conference talk today is taken by um, Elder Marcus Nash. By faith, all things are fulfilled and we're reading in ether 12 and i love ether 12 3 for he did cry from morning even until the going down of the sun exhorting the people to believe in god and i pray that the spirit will be with me that i might be able to say those things that he would have me say to you my children and to you my friend that your testimony will increase and Faith in our Father in heaven will be expanded. Wherefore, that ye may also have hope and be partakers of the gift, if ye will but have faith, faith in our Father in heaven, faith in his timing, faith that he is in charge, faith that he has a plan to not lose my faith because of the folly of men to not lose my faith because well how can God do this or allow this to happen but to hold steadfast to my faith as is, it is even an anchor to my soul and keeps me firmly, firmly planted in the soil that I will not be shaken from it Behold, it was by faith that they were of old. Recalled after the holy order of God, wherefore by faith was the law of Moses given, but in the gift of his son hath God prepared a more excellent way, and it is by faith that it hath been fulfilled. I love that. Wherefore ye may also have hope that ye be partakers of the gift, if ye will but have faith. For if there be no faith among the children of men, so if there be no faith among us, God can do no miracles. And I need to i need to have miracles in my life, daily even. Behold, it was the faith of Alma and Amulek that caused the prison to tumble to the earth. Behold, it was the faith of Nephi and Lehi, that wrought the change upon the Lamanites, that they were baptized with fire and with the Holy Ghost. Behold, it was faith of Ammon and his brethren which brought so great a miracle among the Lamanites. Elder Nash reminds us that it is only through faith that brings us the power of the Lord so i struggle in this area because i have such a hard time letting go and letting god and president nelson even said this in his last conference talk to let go and let god prevail but that's the part that i have a hard time doing is just letting go you know i have never been able to water ski i try to get up onto the skis and the rope is literally ripped out of my hand and so when I think about letting go I think about myself just allowing that rope to be ripped out of my hand and letting Heavenly Father be totally and completely in charge and that is what's so difficult for me and so by holding on a little bit more a little bit tighter by not giving into his will I find that I am scrambling and doing things more on my own, that I'm giving in to fear, that I'm giving into doubt, I'm giving in to the natural man, and how can I do this life without God, and yet I seem to somehow not be allowing my Father in Heaven to assist me because I'm not exhibiting enough faith to just let go and let Him be in charge. so Elder Nash shares a story by faith all things are fulfilled October 2012 the life of sister Anne Rowley she was a pioneer woman and she was in the Willie Handcart company and it seems like all the the terrible stories of the pioneers are from the Willie Handcart company but she was a widow had seven children crossing the plains and her children were starving they were literally starving to death And it hurt her to see her children be so hungry. And night came and there was no food. And she says, I asked God's help as I always did. I love that just right there. I asked God's help as I always did. I got on my knees remembering that I had two hard sea biscuits that had been left over from the sea voyage and they were not large. They were so hard they couldn't be broken. And she thought surely this was not enough to feed eight people. But she remembered in the scriptures that five loaves and two fishes were enough to feed 5,000 that surely Heavenly Father could somehow expand these two biscuits to fill her children's bellies. So she got down on her knees and she dropped those biscuits into a Dutch oven and despite an uncertain future she did not demand to know she ha- how she was going to feed her children. She simply got down on her knees and lived the gospel and needed help and asked for it and because of her faith she was filled with hope and was miraculously provided with food for her family so she lifted the lid up off of the dutch oven and it was filled to the top with food she was a witness to that miracle i remember years ago in my in when i was in young women and my young woman leader telling us about a trek that they made to the temple and their car broke down And the temple was at that time was the Oakland temple. And it was a couple of hours away and they shared carpool with, um, other brothers and sisters and they broke down and they were planning on getting to the temple and getting something to eat once they got there. But they broke down far from wherever they could find food and all they had with them were some apricots in a brown paper sack. And there was just a couple of them, but they were starving. And my young woman leader said she went, got into the trunk and she got that brown paper sack and she opened the sack and there were several pieces of fruit and they all ate and ate and ate that fruit until they were more than fed. And it was able to sustain them until help arrived and they were able to get the car towed and they were able to get to where they could get hold of some food but she remembers that she remembers that they first chose God and even though they had a hiccup he provided a way and when we have hiccups it's almost like it's an opportunity for the Lord to say here let me show you that I am here that I am real and that your faith is not for wanting you will have all that you need, all that you stand in, in need of. You will be taken care of. You will be provided for as long as you choose me first. And they were able to get to the temple. They weren't able to have a full amount of time there that they had had hoped to because of their, their car troubles. But she was able to tell a story. She was able to tell a story about fruit and it being enough fruit for all of the people that were in the carpool. And that story has stayed with me for 30 plus years. That when I have doubted that I didn't have enough, or something wasn't going to work out, I have remembered fishes and loaves. I've remembered apricots. And in reading Elder Nash's story about Sister Rolly, I will remember sea biscuits. And it's kind of interesting how it's food that we relate to in all of these stories but it's what's feeding us and the stories are what feed our faith so the Lord blessed this sweet sister with the opportunity to to show her that he was very much aware of her needs and the needs of her children and she was able to carry on and endure in faith to the end Despite her uncertain future, I love that she needed help and she asked for it in prayer. And in the middle of the wide open, she got down on her knees and she pleaded with Heavenly Father that my children are hungry. She didn't demand. She didn't cry. She didn't doubt. She asked for help and she trusted She patiently waited upon the Lord and, pressed forward, she got up and went to work. I remember years ago when I had left my home in California and went to Idaho. I'd never been to Idaho and I stopped and stayed with my cousin Marisa for several days before I had to report to school and I was sitting in church with her, having left my family being the Ulster 5 having left my mom who was entirely on her own and and feeling some responsibility of that but she encouraged me to go because she wanted to see me have my education but I felt this incredible guilt and I felt so alone in my turmoil over what was going on in my family and we sang this this, hy- this hymn lead kindly light and in the middle of my turmoil and my the personal darkness that I was feeling unsure about my future. This hymn was what we sang in Relief Society that day. Lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom. Lead thou me on. The, dar- the night is dark and I am far from home. Lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet. I do not ask to see the distance seen one step enough for me. And reading that hymn, the words, the tears, I could hardly even make out the words, they just began to flow as I just knew that I was taking one step at a time in front of me and I was in encircling gloom and I begged my Father in Heaven to help lead me on. Elder Nash says, we too can exercise such faith in the Lord, believing and trusting that our kind and constant God will bless us with His miraculous power suited to our circumstances in our time of need and according to His timing. And that's what I have a hard time with, and maybe you do too, to letting go and letting God and trusting in His timing. Because really, at the end of the day, I know that his timing is perfect. It's perfect for me. As we do so, we too will see the hand of God manifest in our lives. It's just a matter of trusting. Lead thou me on. Regardless of our gloom, lead thou me on one step enough for me. I love in Mosiah 4.9, believe in God, believe that he is, and that he created all things, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that he has all wisdom and all power, both in heaven and on earth. Believe that man doth not comprehend all things which the Lord can comprehend. Oh, trust in him. I love where... President or Elder Nash says, If because of unbelief or doubt you find your faith wavering, remember that even the ancient apostles implored the Lord to increase our faith, bearing in mind that faith and reason are necessary companions to reason together. Consider the following analogy. Faith and reason are like two wings of an aircraft. Both are essential to maintain flight. If your perspective... If from your perspective, reason seems to contradict faith, he says to pause. And remember that our perspective is extremely limited compared to what our Father in Heaven sees for us. I love the word pause. I'm trying to be more mindful and do exactly that, to pause to pause and think about the things that I have learned and apply them to my life and apply greater faith to them. That is why we are commanded to seek learning by study and also by faith. We need to apply both of those things. We cannot just go at faith completely blind. We have we have to have put some learning to it. We have to have studied it out in our minds just as Joseph Smith said that he he had to do in order to know which church to join and in the conference talk Elder Nash says we cannot allow fear to enter in as soon as we allow fear to enter in doubt increases and faith disappears so what is faith to you? just as the Apostle Peter looked at the Lord one stormy night and walked on water, until he averted his gaze. He saw the wind and the wild seas, the tempest tossed, and he fell into the water. He could have continued walking if he had not feared. Could we continue walking forward? One step enough for me, if we would just simply not fear? Rather than our focusing upon and fearing the boisterous wind and waves in our lives, the Lord invites us to look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not. That was my daughter's favorite. Um, it is her favorite scripture. And she had that on her pet plaque in her mission, from her mission, in her mission plaque. And I would go and, and walk up to that in the hall at the church, and I would see my daughter's beautiful face. And I would wonder where she was in that moment somewhere clear across the country and I would read that read that favorite scripture of hers look unto me look unto me in every thought doubt not doubt not yourself, doubt not man doubt not your surroundings doubt not God Fear not, for he is with us. Be diligent in keeping all the commandments, lest your faith fail you and your enemies triumph over you. Where there is doubt, enemies all of a sudden appear because Satan has placed them in our path and we are tugged and pulled in every direction. We have lost our anchor when we have lost our faith. The Lord will, according to our faith, fulfill his promises and work with us to overcome every challenge. So I said to my husband yesterday, I do not know how to apply all of these things and completely rid myself of fear and let go and let God prevail. I am working on these things. President Monson said, the future is as bright as your faith. I can determine my future if I allow faith to be ever-present, and I let go of fear, and let go of trying to be in charge, and allow God to enter into my life, and guess what happens? I have His power. I am learning these things. Please learn right along with me. Let's increase our faith together and bring power within us as you look to our Father in Heaven and live. Behold, my soul delighteth in proving unto my people the truth of the coming of Christ. That is the purpose of my podcast to share my testimony with my children that I may prove to them the coming of Christ. And I implore that you my sweet children that I hope that you listen to this that as you increase in your faith you can see the realities of what is going on around us that these are signs of the times and that he is going to come again we need to have faith in that also my soul delighteth in the covenants of the Lord which he hath made to our fathers yea my soul delighteth in his grace and in his justice and power and mercy in the great and eternal plan of deliverance and in their times where we do doubt we can be even like the man who pled with the savior master i have brought unto thee my son which hath a dumb spirit we can say to him master i have brought unto thee my pain master i have brought unto thee this challenge master i have brought unto thee my problems, my trials, my heartache. And straight away the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. So when we doubt, we can look to him and he can actually help us believe. He can help us believe and grow greater faith in him. To have faith in Jesus Christ means to have such trust in Him that we obey whatever He commands. There is no faith where there is no obedience. Faith comes from hearing the Word of God and is a spiritual gift. Faith increases when we not only hear, but we act. Act on the Word of God and be obedient. Therefore. Dearly beloved brethren, let us cheerfully do all things that lie in our power. And guess what that is? We choose. We choose to keep the commandments. We choose the right. We choose to honor and keep our sacred covenants. So as we choose to do these things cheerfully, and then may we stand still with the utmost assurance of faith, to see the salvation of God and for his arm to be revealed. That's in Doctrine and Covenants 123.17. That is my favorite scripture with my husband. And I I hope with, with all my heart that you might, along with me, submit to his will and do so cheerfully. I believe that when we put our Father in heaven at the top of our to-do list every single day, the rest will fall into place. That is, that is faith. I have exercised that. I have seen that come to pass. I am so grateful for the opportunity that I have to use this as a platform And to share my testimony and to declare it to the world. To turn even one soul back to our Savior. To leave my testimony with my children, my posterity. And if you appreciate my words, please share this to someone else who might be struggling at this time. Lord, help me thou mine unbelief. Let us seek him out together and enhance and grow and illuminate and enlarge our faith. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Shari Reynolds. I'll see you next time.